Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by an actor, writer, director, and musician. You've seen him, John Wick 2, Fargo, The Big Lebowski, and over 200 roles, including L.A. to Vegas. We welcome Peter Stormare. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Love to be with you today. Peter, let's go beyond the mic. You've tackled so many characters, comedic, serious, mad scientist to Interpol agent. What's your favorite type of character to play? Um, I would like to say it goes a lot. You know, uh, whenever I'm casted in European movies, I get to do these crazy way out characters like the Grand Duke of Corsica. And... I love to do characters that are living in a fantasy world and uh, more than realism. I like fantasy. I, I grew up with, you know, being enveloped in fantasy and living in my dream in a closet. Not that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still straight, but I was in a closet for the first 10 years of my life. And I was just living in a fantasy dream. I hated to go to school because it was so rudimentary. It was so realistic, everything. I I didn't understand why I had to do 50 minutes and and have 10 minutes, you know, break and stuff. And I I questioned everything. And I wanted to go back into my closet, close the door and turn the lights off and look at my, my beautiful stars I put up in the ceiling. So I, I like to do these kind of, parts where um, they're a little bit more than realistic. They're in a fantasy world. Well, in the Grand Duke of Corsica, you play an eccentric billionaire. How does your family help you escape from reality? Uh, my family? Uh, my mother was, yeah, my father was traveling a lot. He was, uh, yeah, he was out selling things in the world. And, but, but my mother was very nervous about me, you know, and very anxious what's wrong with me she went to the doctor and they said they can't find anything wrong he's just hooked up in his own world let him be and see what happens and thank god my mother just let me be so (laughs) my father was more slapping me on the head and say come back (laughs) you just love playing the bad guy what makes playing the good guy so easy for an actor i think it's it's usually boring i met harrison ford a long time ago and and he said to me because i had done a couple of baddies and, and especially fargo and big lebowski and he said i envy his guys who can you know who are allowed to do bad guys and change the characters i'm more or less tied up in doing the good guy and looking the same in every movie and I tried to do one movie where I was a baddie and it completely flopped. So I'm stuck in the corner. And, and I, you know, that's why I love to do, what should I say, you know, parts that are more secondary sometimes because the producers and directors here in the US and even in Europe, they don't mind if you change your appearance or if you do something different. But if you're a lead, and they had a success, they want you to look exactly the same in the next. It's like the record industry. If you have a hit, do the same song over again. Everybody knows that. (laughs) How did you spend the time during the pandemic quarantine? Oh, I I have a little production company, so I and I write a lot. So I've, I've been producing and writing, and I do a lot of music. I produce other artists, and even, you know, 
in a studio, you're pretty safe because you have a glass behind, you know, in between you and the engineer and the producer, and we wore masks and we had all the sanitation we could think of. So I, I just kept on working because I think only death can stop me. Which do you prefer to act in, theater, TV, or movies? I've done my share of, of, of stage. Stage is so hard. It's, it's, it's draining. It's draining, and it causes a lot of negativity because every time you walk out, you say you could have done better. You're going to put your feet to the fire. What's your favorite character you've ever played? Oh, the next one. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, I, it's hard to look back because you, you forget and, and I never seen myself on, in a movie or on TV, you know, and thank God on stage, it, it's gone. It never reproduced. But I think I like the movies now. It's a little bit easier when you get older. And I did 12 years on stage together with a, one of the best directors in the world Ingmar Bergman back in Sweden and I, I did like thousands and thousands of performances during 12 years traveling the world all the festivals so I've done my share of, of stage work it's, it's very draining I did a Broadway show 10 years ago and then I said that's it I can't do this anymore it's too draining first guitar you ever got Oh, I think it was called an Echo, E-K-O. I think it's an Italian made, or yeah, and I got it. Yeah. What was the band you found yourself listening to the most growing up? Uh, I think the Beatles' White Album really knocked me out. I'd been listening to to a lot of the '60s, late '60s bands. My brother was a couple of years older, so he was a Stone fan, and uh, I loved them. But when the White Album hit me, then, yeah, I, I was sold. And then when Clash came around, I have three bands that I always listen to. It's the Beatles, mainly the White Album, and the Clash, London Calling, and uh, Nirvana, you know, the Teen Spirit. How about the best thing about your kids? That they are very independent and they are they are very connected to the spiritual world and the fantasy. And, and uh, I come from a family and a mother and a grandfather that was very open to. And my surrounding where I grew up in a small little village in Sweden where he was surrounded with people who talked to things that you couldn't see and that we're living in a, in a world where where other other critters and creatures and human beings were still around even if they were dead and gone and they were very open-minded to the other world so to speak so that's what i like in my daughters they are very open to yeah believing in everything <laughs> Who's the one person you haven't acted with that you'd love to do a show with? Clint Eastwood. Was, I grew up with Clint Eastwood. It was my hero, the Spaghettis. And uh, I've just met him once briefly. And I know he's getting older. And I saw his latest movie. And it, it's just a miracle what the guy had done. And 
I, uh, yeah, I would love to work with him. Peter Stormare thrives on playing the bad guys. First guitar was an echo and grew up listening to the white album. <laughs> Watch grand Duke of Corsica on demand. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. And that my friends is a beyond the mic shortcut. <laughs>